happening, friends? Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. A couple things. One, later on, Lunchbox will be digging for diamonds. He's out searching for a diamond in a diamond mine in Murfreesboro, Arkansas. If he finds one valued at over a million dollars, he says he's quitting the show. So we will talk to him later on. It doesn't open for like three more hours, so we're going to let him sleep a little bit. But then we'll talk to Lunchbox coming up and see. See, I, I don't even know what his plan is. He doesn't have tools or anything. No, you can he, rent them there. He doesn't really even know what he's looking for. He doesn't. Let's be real. Uh, we'll talk to him as soon as he wakes up. I did see that Pat Sajak is going to leave Wheel of Fortune. Oh. I think pound for pound, Pat Sajak is more loved than Alex Trebek was. Yeah. Oh. And I think because of how Alex Trebek's life ended, and that was sad, and we followed along in his cancer journey, that, you know, he that, that helped him become even more beloved because we kind of hurt with him a little bit. But I think Pat Sajak is America's number one game show host of all time. Ooh. Who else would you put up there? Bob Barker. Ooh, that's a good one, too. I mean, yeah. he was the host for Standard years. But is Price is Right bigger than Wheel of Fortune? No. Not anymore, obviously. No, just generally. Well, I no, don't think no, so. I wouldn't say that. No. Because when you said Bob Barker, I started to question. Maybe I'm wrong. Because I think the Mount Rushmore of game show hosts in our lifetime. Okay. Pat Sajak, mm-hmm. Bob Barker, Alex Trebek. And then you get to like a weird place. Yeah, is that's it, it. Is it Regis? Oh, who wants to be a millionaire, right? Maybe that was too short. Is it Chuck Woolery? Mm, yeah. If you're yeah. 45 plus. Steve Harvey. Oh, that's a good one. Could be. I, I don't put him as my game show. Okay. I, I mean, don't. yeah, he does a lot, but yeah. Who else would you put on the game show? Mount Rushmore. Because for sure, I think Pat Sajak is number one. Trebek, Bob Barker. What other game shows have stood the test of time like those, I think, though? Well, you said Chuck Woolery, right? Chuck Woolery from two, Wol- back in 2 and 2. Wolver- Newlywed game. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe Regis does, though, because that show is so big. I know, but I know Regis for mm. other things. Are we putting Chuck Woolery up there? Is that our final answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, who's the lady, the weakest link? Yeah, no. But she and was strong something. for a little bit. For but... like a year. Okay. Can Vanna White be up there? If you have to ask there? her name, that <laughs> doesn't count. No, because she wasn't the host. Yeah. So we're putting Pat Sajak, Alex Trebek, Bob Barker, and Chuck Woolery okay. as our Mount Rushmore of game show hosts. We all good with that? Yep. I feel like we're going to forget someone and just be like, of course we forgot that person. I feel like that fourth one, though, it could be a... Well, Pat Sajak says the clock is ticking. He, I think he's 70 years old. Yeah. That's going to be a tough one to replace. Yeah, what do you do? Same thing Jeopardy just did. Oh, and even Price is Right. Yeah, well, Price is Right did great. Drew Carey took yeah. it over, and it was weird for a second, but now that's what Drew Carey does. It's normal mm-hmm. now. Kills it, loves it. It is time to open up that mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I need some dating advice. I've recently started dating this guy. He told me he really likes hanging out with me a lot, but he also told me it feels like he's hanging out with his sister. And he then proceeded to kiss me. What does this mean? And what's a girl to do? Confused in Colorado. Well, first, I, I would wonder if he actually makes out with his sister. Which, okay. Well, okay. You would think that? No, I'm, but if, if he goes, you're just like my sister and makes out, I'd be like, well, that's weird. Yeah. so weird. Because this is a weird thing in general. Yeah. Here, this is what I think he means. You can hang out and it's cool. Like it's like sister, but he also wants to make out. Yeah, like he's very comfortable around you. But I also don't think it means it, she's super hot and like 
Huh? Because you never think your sister's super hot. Right? Is that what you're saying? Well, what if his sister is super hot? Well, then back to <laughs> number one. <laughs> then we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> what I really... I, <sighs> yeah, I know. It's hard. I, maybe, it's just bad. Maybe it's just bad work. He just shouldn't say sister. No. Yeah. Maybe the feeling is I'm so comfortable, it feels like I'm hanging out with my sister. But it's just tough. That's yeah, tough. Yeah, but bringing up a family member at I any agree. moment before kissing, like if you're like, God, you just remind me mm-hmm. of my mom. Give Aww. me a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't... I, I would stay away from family comparisons. Right? Yes. But we're not talking to him. We're talking to we're her. We're talking to her. Yeah. What I would I would it's a it's a small red flag that he doesn't he's not so into you, but he will still make out with you if you're available. Oh, that's what y'all get from that? That's what I get from okay. it. Okay. Because well, I would never be with someone to be like, Hey, you're like my sister and then make out. But I might be like, She's cool. <laughs> Maybe we make out, but I don't know that I would want to like be with her forever. Yeah. I guess it's true. But that's my brain saying that. See, I was just thinking I would take if I was the girl or my advisor might be like, he just used poor judgment in explaining his attraction to you. Very much so. That could have been it too. It's probably okay. See where it goes. But like if he starts treating you sisterly like, then you might, he, it might not be going in the right direction. Again, I say it's a small red flag. You can continue on with this dating situation Mm -hmm. because he is a, could have just been bad terminology. Is there a Friends episode or something like this where like cousin, cousin? No, no, no. I think um, Rachel's dating some guy, but this guy's like really close to sister. They tickle each other. And oh like, yeah, oh no, yeah. That's and a the neighbor, yes. Down, yes. I think that Ross was dating his no, cousin. No, no. So that reminds me of this. Like I just, oh no, man. <laughs> okay, what do you think? I, I, I just, I, I don't think you can ever make the comparison of your. Yes, like but he, my sister. D- he did that no, though. Maybe he just. Yeah, meant, so she's wanting. Maybe to know. it's like she's funny. She could have also misinterpreted. Maybe it's like you're so no. funny, like my sister. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying is you can never compare someone to your sister and then really like them. You just can't in, in a romantic way. But back to what I said, I think you can compare them to your sister and then be like, well, we're already here. I'll still try to make out, but you, you're not going to like want to be with them forever. Correct. That is so wrong. Correct. I didn't hear it that way, but now I'm hearing it that way. Yes. And I'm like, oh no, she, yeah. Let's go to Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> I mean, I don't. If someone, if you and Eddie were sitting there, what? he goes, you're like my <laughs> sister and tries to make it and then kisses you. It would be weird, but it could also be a positive thing because sometimes we compare dating prospects to our family members. As long as she's a positive influence in his life, like his sister is a good thing, then it could be a good comparison. Yeah. Like I see myself with her because she has similar characteristics to my sister. No. I, I've done this in partners that if they have similar characteristics to my dad, I like them more because they remind me of him. But it's would a you say thing. you're just like my dad, make out? <laughs> no, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's a little weird. But yeah. I think it could be a positive thing. If he keeps doing it, then yeah, it's getting weird. But if it was a one time off and it was just a bad coincidence of timing, that's where you do it. So I don't think you like stop dating him. Maybe you just like try one more time and see how it goes. I say raise it's just a small flag. Yeah. Yes. But it's a flag. But it's this very small flag that it's not waving runaway. But it is waving. Keep an eye out. Hey, watch out because the flags could get bigger. Mm-hmm. We all feel good about that? Yes. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. Watch for other comparisons. If he's like, you're like my cousin. Let's do more. Then. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. You heard that one before? <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's get naked. <laughs> 
Um, the, thank you, Confused in Colorado, but hang in there. All right, close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, that's what's up. You can email us at any time. Morgan, what's the email address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. I was reading a story about this teenager who's upset his parents won't buy junk food. And their rule is if you want junk food, you got to buy it yourself. What are your thoughts? Do you buy junk food for your kids? I do now. I used to not, but thankfully, I mean, for my household and my past, like, thankfully, I'm in a different place with food, and now I allow it. Um, But I... I don't think it's bad if they want him to pay for it himself. So the mom got on Reddit and said, hey, I have three older teens. I eat a bunch of snacks. But she's like, I'm tired of the expenses. So if you want junk food, you have to buy it with your own money. Her teenage kid was like, well, this is not fair. I don't want to buy food with my own money. So it's about expenses. Well, sure. It's about money. Oh, okay. I thought it was a lesson. Well, the mom going, well, if if you want junk, you got to buy your own junk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Eddie? It's weird because I see it more as a lesson of, like, I want you to eat healthy, but if you're going to eat junk food, then it's going to hurt you by spending your own money to do it. And then you're going to think twice, like, ooh, is this worth, like, breaking my diet? But as far as expenses go, junk food for us is just the same as a salad. Like, it's, <laughs> it's all in the same grocery list. So to you, Twinkies are just as important as lettuce and tomatoes. Correct. When we go to the grocery store, we buy the same amount of junk food and good food. What do you guys get junk food-wise every week? Like, what's the junk food staple at the house? Ice cream. Ice cream is probably the main one. Then we get Oreo cookies, Chips Ahoy cookies. And then the boys for lunch, they have snacks of junk food. So chips and then uh, Teddy Grahams. <laughs> that's part of their little lunch. And no, Teddy Grahams are healthy, man. So <laughs> what are the rules on them eating junk food at the house? Do you have to allow it or can they have free reign? No, it's usually one, one per day. So, like, usually after dinner, you get one dessert. And if you misbehave that day, you lose dessert and your junk food is gone. But you buy all that junk food each week at the grocery store? Yes, every week. And that all is given away because of one serving a night? Correct. So what if they wanted two a day? Would you let them pay for it? Yeah, see, I didn't even... That didn't even cross my mind. Like, the only time I make them pay for junk food is when we go to, like, a game or something and they want something from the concessions. Then you have to use your own money to buy that. How do you feel about this mom? I, I like the idea. I like the idea of making the kids pay for junk food. I don't have kids yet, though. Also, I'm, I love junk food, but I don't keep a lot in the house because I'll eat it all all the time. So, But I, I, I co-sign you. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think... Uh, I kind of want an expert to weigh in on this because it is very, hey, very interesting. This show is a group of experts. Yeah, we're all experts. No, I want to know, things. like, psychologically, like, if you do this. But I do think that, yes, if it's not a staple that you want to keep in your house and you want them to you know, spend their own money on, like if my daughter wanted tons of bags of talkie, eventually I might be like, okay, if you're going to go into the gas station and get talkie today, you need, you, you can buy it. Like I could see me doing that. So I guess I'm fine with it. You ready? Yeah, I like it. I mean, I like it, but more for the lesson. Like I like the fact that they're going to have to think twice about like, ooh, do I spend my own money on junk food this week? You don't think giving your babies nonstop sweets is it? Like that's not a thing to you, a bad thing. I, I'm just asking. I, I mean, to the way we regulate it to once a day, I think it's okay. Because I was given sweets all the time. I, mean, I think that's probably why I'm obsessed with them. I wasn't told I couldn't have sweets. Sometimes I would only eat oatmeal pies for dinner. Right. And so Mountain Dew, oatmeal pie, I mean, that's all, that was a big part of just life. Yeah. And so now I, I just need it all the time and my brain isn't right. But for the most part, you look good, you're healthy, and you've changed yourself. Well, thank you, buddy. Yeah, you're I welcome. Think we'll <laughs> on that. Now I feel good about myself. Bobby Bonchon. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. 
Jason Aldean announced his 10th album featuring 30 new songs called Macon, Georgia. Half of the songs will be available on November 12th with the Project Macon, and the others will be released up until April 22nd, 2022 on the Project Georgia. Jimmy Allen is soon to be the dad of another girl. Jimmy's wife Lexi shared on social media that her name will be Zara James. Scotty McCreary just got his fourth number one hit with You Time. He shares the inspiration behind the song. Our neighbor would see me coming in and her heading out. It's like, y'all are like two ships passing in the sea at night. You know, it's and that's just kind of how it was there for a while. So wrote the song, just wanting everything to slow down, wanting me, to her, me and her to have more time together. Um, and I got what I asked for. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Jaron Fisher is 26 years old and went on a hike in Washington State. It's Olympic National Park. Went by himself, but had a whole like plan and he stuck to it. But then he just got stuck out there. He went missing. The family was like, he was supposed to be back on Thursday. He's not back. So they called police and they went out and started looking for him. Man, it was like a three-day search for him. And they wow, three finally, days. Yeah, he had slipped down into a ravine. They had finally, one of the on-foot uh, patrol guys heard him, so they were like screaming at him. They're like, I think he's over there, but we can hear him. So finally the helicopters came out. It took two helicopters to drop ropes down and get him out of the ravine, but he's fine. He's got yeah. scrapes, but he's in good spirits. Three days. I wonder what supplies he had with him. Because you don't take enough supplies to be lost for three days, but you probably take enough supplies to get stuck out there for six hours. Yeah. Yeah, and did he have to drink his pee? Because that's that's where your mind goes first. Sure. Yeah, well, like- I was curious uh, how he stayed <laughs> hydrated because the day three imagine- gets dangerous, no water. Yeah, and also I bet it's tough to know where he is by hearing him yell if you're just a human out there. Well, they oh, were yeah. saying a good thing that he did that most hikers should do is when you plan a hike like that, share it with your family members. Like, I'm going to be here day one, I'm going to be here day two, so they kind of have an idea of where to look. I Man, hiking like that is no interest to me. <laughs> I love that stuff. A multi-day hike. I have a friend named Scotty that does that now. He goes and will go into Colorado or Utah and just go for hikes for two or three or four days. We need to check in with him and make sure he sends. Yes. You know, I haven't heard from him like three months. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of. Okay. But I'm like, man, that is, I, not for me, not for me. But that's awesome. Good for them for finding him and for him for checking in with his family and letting him know where he's going to be. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. If you knew someone and they said, I swear to you, I've been abducted by aliens. Would you just think they were absolutely nuts there and then nuts in other parts of their life, too? I mean, I guess it depends on how much I've trusted them in the past and what they're saying. Does it, though? Yes, it does. Nah. Because Abducted by aliens? Yes. If I know that at some point they've said that, you know, how, like you've said so many times, prove me wrong. How are you going to say I wasn't abducted? And all of a sudden you start saying it. If I came to you. Right. I would question it. Wait, no, why? <laughs> but you trust Bobby. I do trust you, but you've said before, like, because, but then a year, two years from now, you might write about in a book, like, I really got people. But, That's you know? true. That would be you. Yes, because you've <laughs> said before, prove me wrong, and it'd be some weird experiment you would be doing in your head to see okay, how many people. Okay, then I'm not the person. You're not. I don't know who you're close to, but if one of your best friends came up to you and said, I've been abducted by aliens. <laughs> I guess I would have to believe Oh, oh no way, well, right? No, why? No well, I say that because Sammy Hagar, who was the lead singer of, of Van, Halen. Van Halen. Here you go. One of the three or four. He says it happened to him 60 years ago. Oh. 60? How old is he? Why is he just now speaking about he it? He says the alien encounter happened in 1964. 
1965. Oh. He was in the midst of a, a dead sleep at four in the morning. It's his... It's, he's 73. Wow. That's crazy. It's a story he alluded to in his book, Red, and he stands by it. Here's a clip of him talking about it. Four o'clock in the morning, pitch black, dead sleep. I felt like I was being programmed, uh, I, I, like someone was tapping into me, like it was a string from my head to 13 miles up on a mountain place called Lyle Creek. Believe it or not. Well, he sounds very sure about what he's saying. Here's what I'm going to say, though. I, would, I don't know a lot about Sammy Hagar. I'm just going to base this on other rock. Uh, lead singers, suit rock stars. <laughs> oh, they went hard back in the day? They went so hard that they could be a little scrambled. That's true. And I don't know based off his story exactly, but it's hard to hear somebody who's probably partied in a lot of different partying ways to go, no, no, trust me, on my exact memory of this 60 years ago. Yeah, because my brother swears he saw two UFOs, but he was also drinking those nights. <laughs> so yeah. how can you believe him? Believe him or nah? Nah. Nah, not the Red Rocker. No way. I don't think so either. You read these stories, and then you see them on Unsolved Mysteries where there's a whole town. That's I mean, different. Those are wild. And they never met each other. Yeah. That's, they all have a sim- That's crazy, too. I mean, those are <laughs> strangers. But there's got to be some sort of explanation and to I this. I kind of believe them. Two guys were involved in a crash in Florida. This right outside of Tampa. And they're accused of carjacking the Good Samaritans who stopped to help them. Hmm. What's wrong with people? What's, What's wrong, wrong with, with people? people? Exactly. The crash happened when the driver lost control of the vehicle and hit a barrier wall before stopping in the center southbound lane. Another vehicle traveling south stopped to help. Troopers said the two men, armed with a shotgun, got inside the vehicle and forced the victims to take them to Tampa. What on earth? Once they arrived at the destination, the men got out of the vehicle and let the driver and passenger leave. They went on, filed a report. Because the two men left the scene of the crash, it's considered a hit and run. The men told the victims they had gotten lost after leaving Lakeland in Central Florida. They were trying to find the guys. Imagine this. You get in an accident. You're already feeling pretty crappy. Crappy because, one, you're scared. Yeah. Two, insurance. May not have a car for a while. That's going to be the biggest pain in the butt. Oh, thank thank goodness. Someone's going to stop and at least help us out a little bit here. What the? Drive. Take us to Tampa. And then I guess the, the car wasn't that bad if they got <laughs> yeah, hijacked. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess true. it still rolled pretty good. But what about the car they were in? Was that car a piece of crap? They just leave that behind on the side of the road? That's crazy. Yeah, that whole story's mm-hmm. nuts. What's crazier, though, William Shatner is 90 years old. He's going to space. <laughs> oh, my. He is? But he was all, always in space. First, true. Yes. Star Trek. That's right. First of all, that William Shatner is 90 years crazy. old. Crazy. Yeah. So, But he's going up on the next Jeff Bezos rocket launch. 90. I can't imagine how frail you are at 90. Yeah. Morgan, didn't you watch all the Star Trek movies? Yeah, I just watched them and I love them. You did? Yeah. Did I, you watch the William Shatner versions? No, I just watched the three remakes. But, I couldn't go as far back as the the old Star Trek movies. Got it. He's 90. If he comes back alive after 90, it's, everybody can go. Yeah, have they tested the toll it can take on an elderly body? What if Shatner said, hey, listen, Bezos, I don't have much time left. I want to be sent out to space. Oh, mm-hmm. and if I die, I and, die. No, and I want to oh. be freed out there. And I just want to... Oh. Dang. I mean, hey, if it's his wish, let him go, right? Like, take me out, let me walk the plank, and just let me... I want to forever be known as a man in space. Your mind goes to the craziest places, but that's probably true. I'll be (laughs) curious if that ship goes up and it comes down with him in it. Wow. Because what if he's... What? I hope so. What if he's like 90 (laughs) and going, I'm not in great health, I don't have much time left. I don't know that this is true, but he's like, hey, gets on the phone, yo, Bezos, here's my story. You like Star Trek. 
I want to end it in space. Legendary. Yeah. Well, but then Jeff Bezos would be, um, co- what? like, could when they land, Are there he gets rules arrested in space? for no, murder. No rules. It's Are like there in- rules in space? It's like international waters. You know, you can gamble out there. Okay. You can do whatever. So what are the cops not- going to do? Come up in their space mobile and arrest him? And he will be the first person in history to do that. No one's ever done that. But then it starts to be like, what if you send someone up with the idea you're going to push him out? Like, what if Bezos starts sending out people he doesn't like? Yeah. Oh, weird. Oh, now we're getting dark. Oh, man. <laughs> we'll never find him. But he's 90, and he's going up to space. We'll wow. see what happens. Finally, women now make close to 60% of those enrolled in college, which is a, a record. I was reading this story from the Wall Street Journal. The gap between men and women enrolled in college is quickly widening, and there's a professor now saying that this is going to lead to a mating crisis very soon. Because what's going to happen is you're going to have all of these extremely educated women and then lone and broke men. And they're not going to be able to find anyone because they're educated, they're making money, they're looking for other guys that are somewhat similar, and there aren't any. There's Mm. going to be a lot of lonely, broke guys. Mm. I think babies will still be made. Right? Like, I don't think this is going to affect the amount of babies that are still made. You know what? I'll take your word over at NYU. That's a good point. (laughs) That's my battle. (laughs) I'm not saying babies won't be made. There are many ways to make a baby. Well, that's mating. No, there are many ways to make a baby. We talked about a girl who used uh, the, the e-sperm. Yeah, she okay. just ordered it Bought online. it online. All I'm saying is this this professor is going, just look at the numbers. So many more women are killing it academically. Guys are not. Yeah. There's going to be way more women that are like, hey, we have this. We're looking for this. We can't find it. And there are going to be a lot of guys that are like, That's true. Caitlin's far more educated than I am. Yes. She has her master's degree. Well, you should let I the have, guy know. It worked out for you. No, I have loan, mo- what do they call it? Loan and broke. I'm, I have loan and broke syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Here's a voicemail we got last night. Okay, Bobby, I need y'all's opinion on something. The self-checkout lanes at the grocery store. Is it okay to take a full cart to a self-checkout? I was at the grocery store tonight just to grab milk, and there were six self-checkout lanes, and four of them were being used by people with full carts. And there was a line backed up with people with just two or three items. Just want to know y'all's thoughts. Is it okay to take a full cart into the self-checkout line? All right, thanks, bye. Unless it says 12 items or less, everything's free. Yeah, go go, go to town. They don't say that. If it's, yeah, go for it. I know you probably don't want to hear that, but whenever COVID was peak COVID and everybody's fighting for stuff at the grocery store, you just grabbed a line. It didn't matter which one it was, and sometimes you had to go through with a full cart and self-checkout. Uh, unless it's 12 items or less, everything's there to be taken and used. So, I, yes, it's okay to take a full cart through self-checkout. <laughs> it's difficult because how in the world do you ring up lettuce? Yeah, it's hard. Oh, that's the worst. I had to do full line the other day because all that's all that was left. And I had a full cart. And, I mean, I was, like, putting the avocado in there, and I was like, shoot. I was like, fruit. <laughs> like, Self-checkout? Yes, like, yeah. it took me so long, but it was the only option. So I felt bad for the people behind me for she sure. She probably saw you, and that's why she called. <laughs> no, it's not me. <laughs> the Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So people say that music will help you get along with your family. And I thought this was important to bring up as we approach the holidays and you start hanging out with family more and more towards the end of the year. And if there's ever something, you know, 
tension-y happening or there's a conversation you want to have, like you can bond with people quickly over music and it can just take you a different route. But I guess it's got to be the same kind of music. Yeah. So for parents, if it's like kids, you need to like meet them on their level and you'll feel connected with that way. But if it's someone in your family where you've got a throwback song or an artist that you both have really liked, they say older music that brings up more feels and memories will bond you faster. The song I feel bonds everyone of all ages is Build Me Up Buttercup. <laughs> Ooh, why don't you build me up? Build me up buttercup, baby, just to let me down. Jam. Yeah. Because everybody loves that song. Play it at a wedding. Basically, a wedding playlist is what will get people <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah, like it makes you happy. Yes. So just have playlists prepared, have songs ready to, to activate and play just in case tensions get high. So the average person has 1,602 unread emails and 47 unread texts. Did you put in average person instead of Amy? <laughs> no, but I felt good. I felt good reading this. I don't think so. Let's just go around the room here. Ooh. I- you don't want to know mine. Oh, you too? Oh, my goodness. I just saw the number. I did not know it was that high. Amy, what, what are your unread emails? Well, so, 3,521. Wow. And your texts? Well, I got it down to zero, remember? Yeah, but what is it now? 97. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no re- unread emails and no unread texts. <laughs> zero. I keep that thing clean. Eddie? I'm so embarrassed. Morgan, number two, read that number. Seventeen thousand five hundred and fifty-nine <laughs> emails. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you have any unread texts? Ninety-seven. No. Ninety-seven unread. Oh, that's we're the same. Wild to me. We Interesting. Morgan, what are you? Oh, I'm. There are no notifications yeah, on my no, phone. No, no red dots for me. Okay, yeah, that's no. my motto. No red dots. <laughs> well, the Bobbies and the Morgans. There's like thirty-two percent of you. Wow. Wow. That have zero unread emails and texts right now. I need to get it together, man. <laughs> I think it's too late now. <laughs> You're just it? learning how to live life now with it not together. What else, Amy? (laughs) So Nicole Kidman uh, was talking about the romantic gesture from Keith Urban that made her realize like he was the one. She was on The Tonight Show and she just opened up talking about a time when Keith showed up on her doorstep at like 5 a.m. in New York and she walked out and he was it was her birthday. He had flowers. It's like the first thing she saw that morning on her birthday. And she said that's when she knew in her head she was a goner. And she was all his. When I read this and she said, yeah, I knew I was a goner. I thought she meant she knew she was out. Oh, oh like, like they showed up randomly. Yeah, goner. <laughs> and then I thought, I picture him drunk at 5 a.m., but hey. no, he didn't drink. <laughs> well, no, but she's a big reason why of that. Like, she's a version of him that he knew he needed to be, and he didn't want any kind of alcohol or anything. Yeah, life. amazing. I think he was alluding to that. And when he was sharing, when he knew she was the one, it was when he need, he was going to be someone totally different. Gone or to me, though, I read the opposite. But yes, good for them. Mm -hmm. Hey, lovely couple. Oh, yes. (laughs) I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. This 10-year-old boy, Aaron Presley, he was at a Phillies game and a foul ball came his way. He caught it, was so excited, held it up. But then he looked over and saw this little girl crying because she was trying to catch the foul ball. And so the crowd went crazy when he went over and gave the little girl the ball. And here's a clip (laughs) of Aaron talking about it. It just doesn't feel right to keep the ball in my hand. And I had to give it to her. So I went over there. I saw her crying and I I just felt so sad. So then I went to go give it to her and the family, they were just so nice. The girl, she said, thank you. 
That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool to get a foul ball. I'd be tough for anybody to give it away. That's a hard decision right there. Well, the family was so thankful. They gave him a Phillies gift card. And then the team heard about it. Or They obviously saw what was happening, too. But later, they were able to get Aaron his own ball. That's cool. Mm -hmm. There's a viral clip of a kid who's about 12. And they hit him a foul ball. He's got a glove on. Boom. And he catches the ball. And there's a girl who's like 21, 22. Very attractive girl. Like... And she's like, oh, she's fine. And he takes a ball that he already had with him in his glove and switches it out with the one. And he goes, here, why don't you have it? And gives her the ball he already had. And she was like, oh, my goodness. And it, the video is him tricking her. And she's like, oh, you're the sweetest kid. And she's like hugging him. And he's like, yeah, I still got the real ball, though. Yeah. All right, it's a good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We're going to do the morning corny in just a second. After the morning corny, breaking news about someone on the show. So all in this segment, let's go with the corny first. The morning corny. Why is it cheaper to throw a party in a haunted house? Why is it cheaper to throw a party in a haunted house? Because the ghosts will bring all the booze. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, oh, the got booze, it. Like the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was the morning corny. Okay, this just in. Breaking news, everybody. Breaking news. And bringing us this breaking news is Eddie. Guys, breaking news fresh off the press. I think I got all my smell back. This weekend, because I lost it when COVID. I got COVID last July. I lost my smell two weeks later. I got my smell back, but I would say I got 80% of it back. I wasn't able to smell things like in the air, like fresh cut grass or bonfires or whatever. Guys, the other day, this weekend, I smelled fire, smoke in the air. Sure enough, my neighbor had a bonfire going. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can smell it. <laughs> so I think 100% of my smell is back from COVID. Come on. He's back, awesome. everybody. Yeah. America's been wondering. Breaking news. Yes, yes, yes. So they, now they know. Eddie's got a smell back. Wow. Okay, thank you, Eddie. It's a big deal. <laughs> Lunchbox is on with us right now. He is... What, 40 minutes away for being let loose into the diamond mine where he gets to go and search for diamonds. Now, we've had people on the show before that have found massive diamonds. We had a guy named Kevin who found a nine-carat diamond last year. Apparently, Lunchbox is raring to go. I can hear him banging his phone around. <laughs> it sounds like you got a shovel. Are you there? Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, man, let's go. He Woo! is less than an hour away. Now, what is your strategy for today once you get out to the Crater of Diamond State Park? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna monitor. I'm not gonna rope off a perimeter like where people can't enter. You know what I understand? Like what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna have my own section. Like if someone comes the other, I, I, I back up, back up, and I'm just gonna be very, very uh, detail oriented. I know that's the key. I don't want to overlook the the diamonds. You know, you can get kind of loose and goosey, and that's how you miss them. So in Vegas, sometimes you get a slot machine. And you feel like that's the one, and you stay there, and nobody gets that slot machine. Is this kind of how you're treating the diamond mine? I mean, Bobby, that is the best analogy I think you've had on the history of this show because that is exactly what it's like. You see something, it calls you. The, the gods of the diamond mine, they're going to be like, Lunchbox, this is where you need to go. And that is where, I mean, the, the, the earth is going to tell me this is the area and I'm going to go there and I'm going to hit big. So you're just waiting for something to pull. Are you just going to walk around and just like wait for something to pull you in a direction or what? Yes, because when you go to a sporting event, everybody makes the same mistake. A concert, you walk to the first bar that you go when you walk in, and that's where the long line is. If you would just walk 10 feet, the bar down there, 
there's no one in line because you didn't go to the first one. If you walk to the first spot inside that park, you're never going to find anything. Did you do any research at all about where the big diamonds have been found there? No, I don't want to cloud my judgment. I want the world. I want the orbs. I want the energy of the earth to tell me where it's at. Interesting. <laughs> okay. And if you find a diamond valued at $1 million, you will be? I will be on an island tomorrow living with my family and no longer talking to you guys. Quitting the show. Oh, quit 100%. But- you think I'm going to have time to get up and do the show when I'm on an island? No. Nah, man, I'm going to be relaxing with the toes in the sand. But then how long does that last? Like, what's your long-term plan? Like, what do you, what do you, how are you going to survive? Uh, you- Amy, I'll be a millionaire. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but as soon as you spend $1, you're not anymore. You That's true. You have a family for- You'd be a 900000 here. There's taxes. You have to buy the island or buy wherever you're going to live. Like, uh, that's going to go. Hello, guys. Have you heard of interest? You get interest. Okay, so what? he's going to invest it. Oh. He keeps asking okay. stuff that, of course, we've heard of. <laughs> Ever heard of insurance, guys? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, about 45 minutes from Lunchbox, maybe less than that, being let loose. We'll do it live. And he's going to start digging on the air this morning to see if he can find a diamond at the Diamond Mine. Crater at Diamond State Park. And thanks to our friends at Hyundai, he drove the 2022 Hyundai, Hyundai Tucson out there. Yes. I guess he didn't drive. He rode the whole time. How was that ride? Uh, oh, let me tell you, Abby is a nervous Nelly behind the wheel. I mean, any car gets near, she's like, oh, my gosh, what's that car doing? What's that car doing? I'm like, relax. They're just driving. Calm down, girl. And But... It, it is pretty cool. It, like the cameras on it, like it looks like it has a drone above you when she's backing up from somewhere. I, I don't know. I don't even understand it, but it was like it shows the car next to you. And I'm like, how does it do that? But it is really awesome. Very smooth, comfortable for your headrest. You could fall asleep real easily. He's the commercial. <laughs> Look at this guy killing it right now. Okay, uh, we'll check back in with Lunchbox in a few minutes. He'll start digging for diamonds really soon. All right, Lunchbox. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Oh, <laughs> wonder if saw a diamond or something. <laughs> On the phone with us is Megan, who works at the Crater of Diamonds State Park in Murfreesboro, Arkansas. That's where Lunchbox will go out later today and start digging for diamonds. Hey, Megan, good morning. Good morning. How's your day going? Great. How are you? We're doing pretty good. We're very excited. Our guy's going to be out there digging. And so when people come out to that park to dig for diamonds, like what are the odds someone actually finds a diamond out there? It just depends on the day. We average two diamonds a day. So some days um, we'll have 10 turned in, and then some days we'll have none. Wow. Two a day turned in? That's our average. Wow. And do they look like diamonds, or do they look like funny-looking rocks? Um, The diamonds that come from this crater are actually really pretty. So they do stand out um, next to a lot of our other minerals you'll find in the mine. When people find a diamond a day, basically, two diamonds a day, like what are those worth? It just depends. We typically don't try to appraise diamonds here. Um, We do just suggest that they go to a gemologist that's certified. Um, But we do register the diamonds here at the mine. Do you ever try to buy it off of them? Be like, hey, I'll give you 100 bucks for that right now. (laughs) Definitely not. Um, But, yeah, there are places in town you can buy raw diamonds. Can you explain to the people here on the show what the Crater of Diamonds State Park looks like? Is it just like a, is it like a park? Is it streams? Is it like a cave? Yeah, so a lot of times folks think that when they come here and they hear about the mine, they're going to go down into the ground. Um, and a lot of folks are surprised that when you get out to the mine, it is just a large plowed field. 
Um, however, the park consists of a lot of other areas. We have a campground. We have a water park. There's lots of other things to do besides just mining here at Crater. Is there any chance... I don't know. As a joke, we take some cubic zirconia, put it down on the ground. You lead lunchbox over there. He finds, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, no. please. He oh, moves yeah. to an island. <laughs> please do it. Yeah. Um, what the biggest diamond that you've seen co- with your own eyeballs is about how big? Um, the biggest I've seen is a little over eight carats. Oh my! And do you have any idea what that ended up selling for? I do not. We do not know. You don't. You don't ever get curious, like, to find out when they do get it appraised. Hey, call me. Let me know. Um, yeah, we do. We try to keep up with some of our diamonds. After they get out into the market, though, it's hard to kind of track them. A lot of them end up in private collections, and so we don't see them after they leave here. Well, Lunchbox is going to be out there today digging, and he said if he finds a diamond worth a million dollars, he's quitting our show. What are the odds of that happening? Oh, nice. Um, well, <laughs> I hope all the best for him. That would be incredible. So, but I didn't hear any odds. Like, <laughs> um, Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, you really, there's, you know, days that you, you were always surprised by who finds the diamonds, how often, um, you just can't ever tell. Is there a spot you can point him that has the best shot at having a diamond in it? Or is it just luck of the draw? I think it's just luck of the draw. It's, it's kind of like it comes to you. Okay. Hey, thank you, Megan. We are, oh, Amy. That's Lunchbox's plan. Which is to come to you. For the diamond to come to him and the earth to be like, here I am. He said something about a diamond god or something. Yeah, (laughs) diamond gods, yeah. Does he have to dig it all for for this or does it just... Can he rent tools there? How does that work? Yes, so he can rent tools here. You are able to bring your own tools. Um, Some of the larger uh, diamonds are just found on the surface, so you don't have to have any tools. Can you wow. imagine? You just look down. There's a. Di- I would love to plant some cubic zirconia. I know. Oh my goodness, that'd be the most epic joke. <laughs> okay, hey Megan, thank you for your time and uh, appreciate you spending it with us. And good luck to not only Lunchbox but everybody else out there today. Thank you. Y'all have a good day. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye. All right. We're about half hour away from Lunchbox digging for the diamonds at Crater of Diamonds State Park. I can't believe they find two a day. I can't yeah. believe that. Yeah, and I'm crazy. shocked they don't know, or maybe they're just not supposed to comment on what the value is because I would be so interested all the time. Like, well, I wonder what did that sell for? How much is it worth? And then you would think, like, when you buy I'd put a lottery, one of those Apple trackers on their car, yeah. <laughs> check the diamond. <laughs> like when you buy a lottery ticket, that gas station gets a percentage. Like, you'd think. Well, well this is Earth. A gas station has to sign up and put a machine in. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is Earth just existing. (laughs) Well. So Brad from Three Doors Down, he's been on our show. I mean, Three Doors Down has so many big songs like Kryptonite. I saw it was his birthday. I saw Scuba Steve went to his show. How was that show? Dude, that show was electric. They had to see their opening, so that was incredible. <laughs> and then Three Doors Down, they, they played the whole album top to bottom. It was really? Very, really. It was a special moment for sure. Well, he is, again, the lead singer of Amy. Three Doors Down. Right. Brad is. So what I'm going to do is I have 10 lead singers in their bands. I will give you the lead singer. You tell me the name of their band. Okay. Now, on the phone right now is Mary. Let's talk to her because how good you do at this okay. depends on whether or not Mary gets oh, a prize. man. Hey, Mary. Poor Mary. <laughs> hey. Hey, so Amy's got to get Amy's got to get 7 out of 10 right okay. for you to win the prize. Oh, That's the over under. I am yeah. okay. a C student. Do you think she does that? Yes. Yes. Okay, okay. so she's oh. on your team. All right. I'm up for grab some crap from the back. 
What do we have Ooh. to offer Mary if she wins today, Scooby Steve? We've got In the Heights Blu-ray DVD. We've oh. got an Aaron Goodvin shirt, a USO blanket, and a Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd candle. Ooh, that's good stuff. Ooh. Okay, that's some crap from the back right there if I've ever heard it. <laughs> Amy, are you ready? Ready. I will give you the lead singer. You tell me the band. Sure. Axl Rose. Guns and Roses. That's correct. Good. One. I mean, his name's in the... Is that why it's called that? Guns and Roses? Axl Rose? Freddie Mercury. Queen. Correct. Wow. Next up, Brian Johnson. He's the lead singer of a band, and his name is Brian Johnson. Why have I never heard of this before? Brian John is that is this is it something weird like you know corn or something? Like I, I would not know the lead singer's name of some something heavy. Corn Jonathan Taylor. Okay, see, sounds it similar. sounds right. Possibly, we'll check bones. Okay. Okay. So, say is it Brandon or Brian? Brian. Was that right about corn? Jonathan Davis. Dang, I was thinking of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> I got Home Improvement and Corn mixed up. Uh, what, Amy? This is I, Brian Johnson. Um. Uh. ACDC. What? I don't know. The I answer don't... is ACDC. <laughs> on her? How did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> and God wanted you to have that one. Is somebody feeding something <laughs> in your ear? <laughs> that was so weird. No. How would that happen? Okay. I mean, I think Ray can talk to me, but no, he is not. Next up, Dave Grohl. Um. Okay, this is tricky because wasn't he the drummer for one band and then he lead singer? It's either Foo Fighters or Red Hot Chili Peppers. Dave Grohl. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Incorrect. Is it Foo Fighters? He's the lead singer of Foo Fighters. But he played drums for... Nirvana. At some point, Amy, you need to get that. It's too much. That's three. Let's try another one. Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge? What? Tom DeLonge? Do you know it? Yeah. Why is she laugh about? I don't know. That's a funny name. Tom DeLonge. Well, Bowling for Soup. Wow. That was close. Close. So close. What is it? Blink 182. Jonathan Davis. Huh? Jonathan Davis. Is that who you just said for? Huh? Corn? That was Taylor, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Davis? These are these are crazy. I um Jonathan Davis. Bowling for soup. Incorrect, it's corn. Amy, he just said it. He just I said it. I said that. I thought you said it was John Taylor, oh. Jonathan Taylor. Mike D Googled it. And then he said what? <laughs> I didn't hear that part. You can't miss another one. I know. Come on, Amy. Corn. Billy Corgan. Oh. Um, Smashing Pumpkins. Correct. Wow. Don't even there. 
Eddie Vedder. I know that this, I know I should know this one. Here y'all talk about him all the time. Oh, that's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Then that's incorrect. Shoot, what is it? Amy. Pearl Jam. Okay, that's same. No, it's not. <laughs> all right. Robert Plant. Um, uh, Led Zeppelin. Correct. Nice. <sighs> Do you still have a chance? No. no. I don't because... Just for fun, Billy Joe Armstrong. Oh, oh, um, the, the one, the one where, the one, who sings, um, is it Sublime? No, close oh, though. What is it? Is Green it? Day. Oh, that's what I wanted. Oh, hey, you didn't, you didn't win. You didn't win. Yeah, no. We got to go to the. <laughs> can we flip the coin? We can flip the coin. <laughs> Mary, we're going to flip the coin to see if you win a prize, even though you didn't win. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Would you like to pick heads or tails? Tails. Tails. Amy, call this in the air. Not in the air. Amy, call it after, after heads. it lands. No, you, she already said tails. You uh, just tell no. me what it is. <laughs> Shoot, it's heads. <laughs> Dang see? it. We should let her get my I, call. I can't. Why? <laughs> I'll give you one chance, Mary. I got, legally, I can't just give you a prize if you don't get it. Okay, I'm going to give you one chance. Okay. Okay. Paul Stanley was the lead singer of what? Who, what band? Kiss. Correct. Oh, there she is. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Give her that crap from the back. All right, Mary. I'm old, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Mary, hold on the line, okay? Yes, sir. Congratulations. <laughs> It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. I'm always amazed whenever people jump in and fight alligators to save their dogs. And I think I would probably do it too. And I would tell you the truth. There are a lot of these stories where I'm like, there's no way. I'm a coward. But I think if an alligator went after my dog, I would at least start kicking it in the head. (laughs) But this lady, Susan, was walking her pup and the dog walked on the edge of a lake, and a six-foot shadow came out of the water. It was a gator. She came down on the alligator, like with all of her weight, like a butt slam. Boom. The reptile let the dog go. Oh, wow. The woman is 74 years old. It wasn't like she's 25. But her immediate reaction was to go and just drop all of her butt down on the alligator. Like a wrestling move. Yeah. So she got five stitches. The dog had to get surgery because of the puncture wounds, but they're both going to be fine. Wow. I don't think I would go full, but I would go for kicks. Yeah. And then into the eye gouge. I'd go full three stooges. Why? I wonder, Morgan, do you even know what the three stooges is? Yeah, I mean, I, kind of. I don't know what they look like, but I've heard the reference. But you never, like, saw any of the show like, no. just randomly on TV? <laughs> like, I'm picturing the Smurfs right now. That's no. what oh, I no, no, associate it's with actual... that. It's a black and white show that was mm-hmm. before our time. But when we were kids, they probably showed it more on random channels than yeah. they would now. Or if you were at Mr. Gaddy's in the TV room. Yeah, nice reference. <laughs> Don't know Seriously, I've ever been there. Yeah. that's the only it's place I saw them. three guys, and they used they were like friends, but they used to always beat up on each other. Mo, Larry, and Curly. And then Shemp. Who I don't know him. Who's that? The, the fourth, fourth one? one? Yeah, who came in oh, later. Okay. Yeah. No idea. You're a big fan then. Yeah, I watched a lot of Three Stooges. <laughs> it's physical, physical humor. Okay, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Lunchbox should be about to walk in to the Crater of Diamonds State Park in Murfreesboro, Arkansas. The only diamond mine in North America. We can just walk up to it and dig for diamonds. Let's put them on now. Lunchbox, are you there? 
Oh, I am here. I am here, and I'm feeling rich. Why are you dressed like that? <laughs> I don't know. It's what do like you construction mean? worker. He has on an orange vest, like like he's <laughs> doing workout on the road. And what hat does he have on? It's just a bucket hat. Oh, yeah. bucket hat. Got it at a baseball game. It was free. Yeah, so he has on yellow gloves, an orange vest, a pair of dark shorts, and he's walking in. Did you already get your tickets? Ready to go? Oh, I pre-bought my tickets. You know, you got to come prepared, Bobby. You have your tickets in hand so you don't have to wait in line. Are you nervous? Are you excited? Man, I'm a little bit of both. I mean, it, it, like, here's the only problem. I feel a little underprepared because there are people with wagons full of buckets and shovels and and I'm like, wait a minute. No one told me I needed to bring all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Has wait, anyone wait. recognized you yet since you're one of the most famous people in country music? Uh, no, there's there, there was only like three people in the parking lot. And then there were some people that were already up at the building. And I stayed back a little bit because I didn't want to draw attention to myself. Because I figured they're all going to want to gather around me where I'm digging because they know I'm going to find the million, di- million dollar diamond. Okay, they're going in now. Go get set up. Oh start. my gosh! There's a, look at there's another truck full with buckets. Wait, all, I mean, you need to go rent stuff now. Yeah, go into the place and get stuff. Yeah, you can rent it. Oh, I didn't. I, I look. I, I, that's what I thought, but everybody brought their own, so I'm like, did I do something wrong? Okay, go into the place and rent the stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm going. And guess what? We're going to be in the South Field today, just so you know. Okay. Have you talked to anyone I, from the Diamond Mine yet? No, I talked to some guy in the parking lot and asked him for some tips. What were his tips? Uh, he told me a bunch of stuff, but I didn't understand any of it. Yeah, probably because uh, he was, like, <laughs> giving him bad tips because he doesn't want him to get the diamonds. No, because he, he was, like, telling me you got to sift it this way and get it in the middle and then get the chunks in the middle. And then those point. chunks, you got to move them to the side. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Lunchbox is going in now. Go get your stuff. We'll check back with you in a little bit, okay? Dude, there's a line <laughs> of 30 people. I didn't realize there's many people going to be here. This I saw him walking. Yeah, there's tons of people there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Wait, why are they all here so early? Because it opens right now. They want to find the diamonds too. It's a mad rush. Yeah, but, uh, it is. It is the gold rush or the diamond rush. Okay, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, bye. <laughs> Why does he have on neon gloves? <laughs> I think he thinks a car's going to hit him. <laughs> I, I think they're goalie gloves, actually, like soccer goalie oh, is that gloves. What it is? <laughs> oh. Okay, let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Kayla Blake, 33 years old, is facing felony charges for allegedly calling in two bomb threats to her boyfriend's workplace so they could spend more time together. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, okay. So it was, it was a nice thing to be with him. I thought she was mad at him. Mm, she, she wanted <laughs> to be with him. Her boyfriend, along with 400 other employees at Puritan Medical Products, were evacuated from the building. Blake first called threatening the bomb at 9.30 a.m. They said she called back two hours later saying she planned to place four pipe bombs at the facility. Wow. She confessed to police after her calls were traced. She is now being held at Somerset County Jail in lieu of a bail. Love or crazy? Both. <laughs> it's a little crazy bit Crazy first, though. Like, if I'm ranking them, yeah. crazy's in the lead with love following a couple full paces behind. Yeah, because she definitely loves them. You're in on it with her and you know she's going to do it? Or let's say you don't and you find out she did that. Like, you don't stay with her, right? I think they probably... Crazy usually attracts crazy. And, okay. I, and I would bet this isn't his... First time being exposed to her crazy. Okay. <laughs> just gen- just generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man dies after downing a 1.5 liter bottle of Coca-Cola in an effort to cool down. What? About six hours after ingesting the massive amount of soda, the 22-year-old experienced symptoms that included a swollen stomach and severe pain Whoa. and was rushed to the hospital. 
He chugged the 1.5-liter bottle of Coca-Cola to hydrate due to hot weather and had a fatal gas buildup, the oh, New York Post no. says. Dang. About six hours after ingesting it, he experienced symptoms where his stomach hurt so bad. He had no underlying health issues. Doctors discovered he had an elevated heart rate, rapid breathing, and low blood pressure. A CT scan then determined atypical levels in both his intestinal walls and the portal vein that supplies the liver with blood. It then says a lot of medical things of what all that did at once to him. But it killed him. Ugh, that's terrible. I've never heard of such a thing. It talks about a pocket of gas in his intestinal wall and how it kind of exploded. Man, when I was growing up, that's what we would do. We'd play outside all day in the sun and then be like, I'm so thirsty. And we would get chug Coke. A liter, though? A I liter? mean, not that much. but that's at, a lot. At once, that's a lot. I just feel like it would be like, oh. Right. That doesn't seem refreshing well, to me. Well, a liter's I mean, not too much, guys. A liter? A liter's probably. That's a, big. It's no. not a three liter. Yeah, you're not thinking of two or three liters. This is the big three liter. Uh-huh. This is two liter. This is liter and a half. But oh. still, that's a lot at once. A dude. one would be a little bigger than a regular bottle. I would say it's a lot at once, and also it had to be like perfect storm mm-hmm. to kill him. Yeah. Like something had to happen inside of him. Yeah. Okay. I was exactly thinking. wrong. Hmm. But still, I don't think you should chug a liter of coke. No, probably not. And finally, in India, they're replacing ambulance sirens with traditional flute and tabla music. Now, I want to play you a clip of, instead of, they're going to play this instead. Everyone just okay. Is that sits down? <laughs> oh, no one's gonna move for this. Well, they have so many ambulances now with coronavirus, with their po- overpopulation, that they've got to somehow the no- cut the noise pollution because everywhere all the time it's. Okay. Yeah. So they the, switched it. If you think about it, if you're in a stress state. It is more soothing to hear this. Say you're the person that's in the ambulance. How this is great for you. Well, is it? I don't know that I'm listening to any music. <laughs> no. and I feel like someone's about to massage me too or, when I hear this. Like come into the room. Okay, or is the EMTs or something like you're stressed and like hearing this? I just feel like this is a lot more soothing for people. Well, this more is, healing. This is their traditional music. I was thinking if we switched ours up on ambulances. Oh, our traditional music. Traditional be like ACDC. Damn. <laughs> Get out the road! <laughs> yeah. See, both are problematic. I wouldn't hear that and be like, I gotta move out of the way. I would just be like, all right. Yeah, but after jamming. a while, though, when you're like, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, gotta move. Pull over. Or maybe, because the ambulance goes everywhere, this could be playing. I've been everywhere, oh. man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. Ben, this has got enough, you know, yeah. rapido. Yeah. You got to get out of the way. It's upbeat. I've been everywhere. Move out the way. Honk, 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 Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Madawa, La Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Tocopella, Baron, Cola, Amarillo, I'm a killer. I get out the way. I jam for a second. Then I get out of the way. All right, that's your news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Can you put Lunchbox up real quick? Yep. Hey, did you finally get in the park? I am in the park. I don't see any tools. Yeah, they didn't have any at that building. I got to go find another building. Oh, no. Okay. He's got to get Yeah, digging. but the guy at the front was real. No, no, the guy at the front was real nice. He said his sister, Kathleen. Works in the hospital in Little Rock, like the, and she's a huge fan and said that we were going to be here to look for us. He's like, so he's really excited we're here. So shout out Kathleen, your brother that works at the Diamond Mine. He didn't hook me up with a diamond, but he just told me you listen. 
I've heard that they know where the diamonds are. And if you tip them, well, when, see, oh. when you walk in, you give them a few, slide them a few bucks, they tell you where the diamonds are. Seriously, I didn't even bring my wallet. Mm. Okay, get your tools. We'll check back with you next segment. He hasn't started digging yet. Well, no, here's the thing. I feel like they do know where the diamonds are because this is like a controlled environment. They're like, you have to go to the south field. And I'm like, hmm, so the, do they know the diamonds are in the north field and they don't want me to go there? They're making me go somewhere where there's not diamonds? I don't understand. You would think they would want you to find a diamond because it'd be great publicity for Ooh. the diamond mine. That's true. I mean, look at these. There's a lot. These people got wagons and buckets. They, they're pros. I don't know where they're going, but it's, man, this is amazing. There is nothing but opportunity out here, Bobby. I'm looking at it, and it's like, <laughs> man, that's millions of dollars waiting to be had. Okay, we'll come back in a second. Lunchbox <laughs> hopefully will be digging in the next segment. What he's going to do is spend all day at the Diamond Mine today. It closes late in the afternoon. He will then drive back, rejoin us tomorrow morning later in the show, and show us his home. Uh, you think I'm going to rejoin you tomorrow night? <laughs> I found a million-dollar diamond. I don't know if he's even still on. Okay. I mean, but if you find... I know find, you're wishing I'll be there. Okay, but you'll have to be here, because even if you find it, you're going to have to take time to get it appraised and do all the things uh-huh. to find out. Okay, no? Okay. I appraise it right here, Amy. This is what the diamond mine is. They appraise it for me. No, they said they yesterday they didn't do... Okay. Oh, hold on, guys. Hey, you guys want to watch me get my shovel? It's no, we don't. Okay, we'll come back in a second. <laughs> Ray, turn, turn it down. Let's go over and check in with Lunchbox, who is at the Crater of Diamond State Park. He's going to spend all day today mi- mining for diamonds. <laughs> Sounds like he's running a marathon. He right has now. his gear. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we can hear you breathing. He's got a blue bucket and he's got some sort of wooden crate, uh, yellow gloves, a big orange road vest on so you don't hit him in case you're driving by. Just in case. Yeah. Here's the thing, guys. I understand why people have the dang wagons now because trying to carry this crap is not cool. Do you know where you're going? Yeah, I'm going to dime, mine for diamonds. <laughs> He's going to the south field. Oh, wow, there's the field. So that big Look field that you're guy. walking in, it's literally, it looks like a big driveway. You can walk off to the side. Like, how are you going to find a spot to go and start digging? Well, I talked to the guy at the front, man, my boy. I think his name is Jimbo. Uh <laughs> He told me, you want to go where the water's been flowing, but it hadn't rained in months here, they said. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, Jimbo, that doesn't really help me. And he said, there's a drain right over there. There should be a little water that trickles out of there. That's the best place. But this guy in the blue's already got my drain. Shouldn't Jimbo be over there digging in that spot if it was such a good place? He's working, though. I know, but, but no. if you knew where diamonds were, I, would you be telling people? No. Go ahead, Lunchbox. But I think this guy's already got someone in the freaking drain. Like, I think there's a, someone with it because he's talking to somebody. What, See, he stole my drain. That's what my you drain. do, go like 30 feet from him, start screaming, I found a diamond. Oh, there, there's, there's a ton of them. And then as they all come over to you, then you run back over to that drain spot and you take it over. This guy by oh, the drain, like do you that. see him, Lunchbox? He's on the floor, like. Well, the ground. Uh, yeah, on the no, ground. I didn't yeah. even bring knee pads. <laughs> hey, ask him how long he's been digging around here. Okay. Right. Ever, <laughs> if he's ever found anything. All right. Sir, you ever found anything out here? Second time. Why'd you pick right there? Is that the good spot? Oh, I, I mean, I think there's diamonds over there. Let me have that spot. Well, it's a natural blue spot. So everything's coming watching out when it rains. Oh, okay. Oh. Can you guys see? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like he's basically backing up what Jimbo said mm-hmm. about how it's a natural spot where the rain will flow to. Ask no, no, oh, you can call in that drain? Ask if there's room for two. <laughs> Is there room for two? You want to go in that drain together? No. 
<laughs> no, he said no. Ask him if y'all find something, you can split it. Oh, wait, there's another drain pipe somewhere. Oh, another drain down this hill? Oh, Ask him oh, if he's right. ever heard of Lunchbox. Good luck. Na- to top 25 famous person in country music. I'm Lunchbox, top 25 no. famous person <laughs> No, you're supposed to ask him. Oh, he said, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Lunchbox didn't want to get embarrassed by him not knowing. Okay, so no, I didn't hear what you said, guys. Guys, do you understand how hard it is to carry all this stuff? We don't. I'm out here trying to make millions of dollars, and this is heavy and <laughs> awkward. And it oh, looks man, like he's on a fu- job site. Whoa! <laughs> he looks like he's digging up dinosaur bones. <laughs> like if you think of any sort yeah. of dinosaur dig where they're in, that's yes. what it looks like. Okay, he's dropped all of his stuff. <laughs> you called. I'm trying to look and see if I see any diamonds. Hey, call oh, dibs. Call dibs out loud. I got dibs on this spot right here. This is my spot. My spot. Oh, there's my boy in the drain. Look at that. No, there is someone in the drain. Look at that. Wait, there's someone in that drain there's too? Someone in the drain. <laughs> How are you doing? You want to meet in the middle? I'm going to start walking your way. You start walking mine. And we'll find a diamond oh, right in the middle. Of the mine. He had yeah, a perfect he had ride. It. He just didn't oh, go for so it. Close. Yeah. Okay, hey, so no, I forgot. start digging. It looks pretty rated. Oh, it does? Yeah. Uh, someone's already been in there, she said. So it's been rated, guys. So i got to go somewhere else. Go somewhere fresh. Wait, does it look a diamond? Maybe. Look at it. Like, oh, maybe. Ooh. Can you guys look at it? No, show the camera. What's that? Oh, the name of the documentary is Lunchbox Becomes a Millionaire. Alrighty. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, you ever heard of Lunchbox? Top 25 most famous person in Nashville? I haven't. Not yet. Not yet. Well, you just did. Don't forget it. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> okay, Lunchbox, we'll check back with you in a little bit. You need to start digging, hey, though. Hope. Just... A diamond? Hey, what? look at the camera. Do you think there's a diamond? He found something. It looks like a piece it's of coal. A rock. It's a Yes. But everybody told me they look like rocks. They, they don't look like diamonds. Well, then you're covered in diamonds. Everywhere you look, start digging. We'll check back, okay? Yeah, you guys are making it difficult. Hold the phone. Talk to me. Find a diamond. I mean, make up your minds, people. All right, take 10 minutes. We'll come back. All right, bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox is out of the diamond mine today. This is a mess. You think he should do like a bingo thing where he says, I got one, I got one, and then everyone right. comes down and is like, no, that's a rock. Or like a slot machine. <laughs> I would think it'd be more like that. Oh! Yeah. Bingo, though, does make people quick. We used to clear a card. We'd be like, dang it, <laughs> totally. sorry, you clear the card. And then they would check it, and then, like, no, oh, no, that's not right. You're like, have it. oh. John in Maine is on the phone. Hey, John, what's happening? How's it going? Pretty good, bud. So, I have a question for Lunchbox Go and for you guys. Yeah. What happens if he finds a diamond, um, seeing that you guys are sponsoring the trip, shouldn't he have to share the wealth? That's a good question. Mm. If we paid for the whole trip and he did it on work time, do we also own part of the diamond? Oh, well, hold on a second. Let me go over and ask him. Um, just put John on hold for a second. Lunchbox, did you hear John's question? Yeah, John comes on with a really dumb question all the way from Maine. I mean, I thought, you know, Maine people would have better questions for us, but that's like saying, hey, Lunchbox, you were in Vegas for the iHeart Festival and you hit the big jackpot. You need to share it with your coworkers. <laughs> Well, I'm but, doing the work. Okay. Well, John, there you go. How do you feel about that answer? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I still think if you guys are sponsoring it, you own part of that. John, I mean, have you ever been to a... So let's say John has a Christmas party at his office and they <laughs> yeah. give away lottery tickets and John wins $10 million. Does John have to give it to work because it's a work event? No. 
But that's a gift. It's a gift. No. Well, this, this is. Yeah. Oh my! Here we go. <laughs> well, this is a gift to me. It was a, a gift trip. So there you go. It was a trip that was a gift. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it sounds like it's more like a bit for the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you consider it a bit. I call it a life changing event. But whatever. <laughs> tomato, tomato. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. Appreciate that call, buddy. Yeah. Thank you. All right, see you later. But, Bobby, you don't expect Lunchbox to share with you, right? I don't expect Lunchbox to find anything. (laughs) But it was his dream a long time ago to go to the Diamond Mine, so we made it happen Yes, it's a gift. Yeah, so it is basically a gift. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Lunchbox is out. You can watch him on Facebook if you go to our page. Just search for the Facebook page. You'll see a live stream there. Um, And we'll go from there. You can watch as he digs. We'll get him back out in a few minutes. I did want to play a voicemail. We got this last night. This is about on the post show yesterday. Amy was talking about a guy who says if you take your luggage through the, what would you call that thing? The X-ray. Scanner, X-ray, the scanner, yeah. the X-ray yeah. thing, that three times you have to throw away your luggage because it's full of radiation. radiation. And we're like, no, that's not true. You kind of were on his side a little no, bit. No, I was not. Lo- guys, a little bit. <gasps> oh, yeah, you were. That's why yeah, you were telling you the story. No, I said it was fascinating that this was out there and I was at a party where it was being talked about and then I went and read the blog. What parties do you go to? I literally said, (laughs) I don't want to spread misinformation, but I do think it's interesting that people believe this. That means you're interested. Yeah, and being interested means you believe it. Okay, here is a voicemail from from last night. Hi, Bobby. Hi, studio. I am listening to the Monday's post show right now and I'm actually an x-ray tech and you're talking about how you should throw your luggage away after you fly and that is absolutely absurd. X-rays exist at the speed of light or not at all. So once your bag is out of that machine, there's no no radiation going on. The only way you can carry around radiation is like if you go and get a nuclear medicine scan and they actually inject you with something, then that person emits radiation. But no, your bags will not emit radiation after you put them through the scanner. Okay. I'm glad you could correct Amy on that. that no, I I refuse to be put into that category because you're 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 altering the reality of the conversation. You're changing the narrative because I did not. If we play back what I said, I said I just want to share this because I think it's interesting to talk about. And that it yes, it was crazy to me that he was suggesting we throw away luggage. Amy, did you throw your luggage away? No. Yet. <laughs> It's got two more runs. All right. Okay. We're just saying if you heard that. Put me in that box. We we all disagreed with it. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is an expert saying also that guy's kind of an id. Nice. Well, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of experts saying that. Um, Lunchbox is on. We'll check in with them real quick again. Hey, dude. What's going down? Any luck? Oh, diamonds in the bucket, dude. Let me tell you, I've been fine. Look, I was in that tunnel with that lady. I got in there earlier, and we were finding uh, diamond dust, just so you know. Dust? Yeah, it was just like little flecks. You could see the sparkle, but nothing, nothing like of significance, nothing that I could put on your ring or anything. <laughs> so you're there. Let's see. It's under 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. For like the next seven hours, he's oh going to be digging. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And then he'll drive home late tonight. He'll take the first part of the show off tomorrow. He'll come in and deliver us his bounty. Yes. <laughs> Guys, you keep saying come in tomorrow. I might come in tomorrow. I might be on an island tomorrow. You need to prefaces that you know what i mean people are going to tune in and be like oh lunchbox never came back what but bobby said he'd be back i haven't seen you do a lot of digging i see like one of those sifters with some rocks in it but i haven't seen you actually do much no no i've been digging dude like i've been scraping the surface like i'm right here in this it looks like a little delta like it's like a little little wet and muddy so i figured this is where the diamond's been running down the river okay well we'll 
Anything you want to say before we lose you? Uh, yeah, I just want to say, hey, guys, this is amazing. I can't wait to be a millionaire. This is what dreams are made of. You come out here, you, you see endless opportunities, and there are diamonds all over the place, and I'm about to find a bunch of them. You can watch Lunchbox for the next half hour or so, dig on our Facebook page. And then if you follow the Bobby Bone Show Instagram, we'll be posting updates from there as well, at Bobby Bone Show. All right, well, if we don't talk to you, maybe we never talk to you again. This could be it. Yeah, hey, well, it's been a pleasure. It's been a good ride. I hope it was as much fun for you as it was me. It was a pleasure. We're going to keep the camera on to see if he uh, actually that's digs. Where you're supposed to say, that's where you're supposed to say, oh, yeah, it's been great. You know, you've done a great job. Your, yeah, hotel, yeah. your hotel last night looked shady as crap. Oh, don't even get me started with that. Don't even get me started with that. I mean, scuba, like, scuba did something there. Like, scuba was messing with us. Like, I mean, I, there was a hairball or whatever on my bed. Like, it was, it was the, like, my, I opened the door to my hotel room, and it was nothing but nasty must smell. They didn't even have an air conditioning in the room. They had a window open. It was disgusting. So what did you end up doing? Oh, don't you worry. That, 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 uh, Hyundai Tucson is very comfortable. You slept slept in the car? Listen, guys, I don't think you understand how disgusting it was. Like, I I, peel, I flipped over my pillow, and there was a big, like, black spot on the pillowcase. Not on the pillow, on the pillowcase. Scooby, and then I pulled the... You know how the, it, yes. you can hit stars, and you can, like, give me the most stars? Yes. Did you yes. hit that and then accidentally hit it twice so it gives you the least number of stars, <laughs> and then you booked that hotel? No, that was actually the highest-rated hotel within that region. Dude, they have, a, they have an indoor water park. It seemed like it was a great experience. I mean, I would love to have stayed there. What? It was either that or a teepee no, or a haunted, scuba. Here, or a haunted bed and scuba. breakfast. I gave you the best option of the three. No, Scooby, here's the thing. I, that's why I know you're lying. You want to know why I know you're lying? How? I got on Google. I, I got on Google. And three and a half stars. Mi- no, no, no. Two and a half stars and .2 miles down the road. 4.5 star bed and breakfast. That was a haunted bed and breakfast. I was being no, nice and not putting you in there. There wasn't that either. You're right. Stars. I'm looking okay. at Lunchbox's hotel. I'm not going to say the name of it. It has 3.1 stars. It does have a no, water no. park. And it, I mean, it does look pretty cool from the pictures. Although I saw Lunchbox's yeah, Instagram, it did not look no. good. On the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> the water was green, dude. Like, I walked in there and I was like, I got COVID. What? From the water park? Green water gives you COVID? You got no, in the no, water even the, though it looked... The room. Oh. No, 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 no. The, the water was green and there was like like uh, piles of dirt on the ground of the, 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 the bottom of the pool. Yeah. Guys, when I went to go check in, the guy comes slumbering out of the back in his t-shirt and boxers. Let me read you. Let me read you a review. Mike D just pulled up the reviews for this oh, place. No. It says pet friendly. Shower head didn't work. Cold shower. Blood by the pool. What? Dirty rooms. <laughs> blood by the pool. <laughs> I'm fine with old rooms, but food under the bed. <laughs> Dirt on bathroom floor. Hair in bathtub. Not our hair, by the way. No oh. continental breakfast. Still charge 125 bucks a night. Oh wow! Anything about the guy wearing t-shirt and boxers? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Here, guys, it gets better. So I have, I have my mask on because you know that's what I do. And he sees me with the mask. And he goes, "Honey, you get this," and he just walked to the back. Oh, because you're he a masker. At, yeah, and he had. I mean, and then his wife comes out and she has no shoes on and just. I mean, uh, it was. Just, <laughs> 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 Why are we just not learning? Do, I love it. Do you blame Scuba Steve for that? Oh, he did. Yes, he did it on purpose. There's I did not. <laughs> I'm going based on what I saw online. He, 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 here's the thing about phone screener Abby is just like, 
I don't know what to do. She was like, I can't sit down. I don't even want to sit on the bed. She goes, we're guaranteed to get bed bugs if we sit on these beds. Oh, no. So you slept in the Tucson and, then, so you're fine. So you did, but did you sleep in the Tucson or no? No. Guess where I went? I went to the 4.5-star hotel down the street and booked a room. You did? You did? I thought he said he slept in the car. Well, what about Abby? Thank Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what about no, no, Abby? No, no, no. There's, no, there, there's no Paris Hilton here. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Abby even said, she goes, this would not happen to another member on the show. They would not even. They wouldn't even do this for a second. She goes. Oh. This is. She goes. She goes. I guarantee you, every single person on the show would be like. They would not do this to them. Oh, so now Abby's on his team. And now. by the way, they. I didn't know anything about it. I saw the Instagram story last night and was like, "Well, that doesn't look appealing." Wait. And just happened to remember to bring it up during a bit. It wasn't even written down for me to talk oh, about. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I'm. I'm like, why was this not the first thing we talked about? Where Where did Abby stay? Uh, she went down to the 4.5-star hotel also. Oh, did she have to pay for it, or did you pay for it? Oh, no. Why do you keep going, oh? Oh, oh. The question. <laughs> oh. oh, oh here, here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. Scuba booked us these rooms and paid for them. Uh-uh, guess what? It's not paid for until you get there, and you have to use your own credit card. No, so I paid for it. Then you, then you have a problem, because I paid for it with my company nah, credit card. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Go well, check your receipt. On the Travelocity booking, it says... It is paid upon arrival. Well, then why would I give my credit card then? Now we have a problem. Or a deposit. So, you yeah. so okay, so the bright side is we didn't pay for two rooms here. No, oh, no, no, no. I paid for two rooms <laughs> at two different hotels. <laughs> oh, man. Glad I didn't go. This is bad. <laughs> I hope he finds a diamond. He's actually going to. Now we're rooting gonna, for him. Yeah. Wait, so we go buy a diamond and plant it out by his feet. <laughs> so we, you guys, you, have you ever walked in somewhere and it just smelt dirty and felt dirty? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yes. That's exactly what this was. Guys, there was dead roaches on my bathroom floor. Two of them upside down. Oh, no. Well, at least they were dead. Yeah. Like, it seems like they. I hate this for you. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't even know this was going to be part of the bit. It's now the best part of the bit. <laughs> yeah. um, he's going to leave this trip in debt instead of like. Unless he finds a diamond. Well, he'll get reimbursed. I'm sure. Well, his expense reports are already getting eyed with a yeah, magnifying glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, Lunchbox, no, keep digging. You, no, no, here's what's crazy. Scoo- I mean, you walk into this other hotel, and it was like, just like a normal hotel. You know how they have cups wrapped in plastic, and they have brand new coffee, and they have the seals on the toilet to let you know it's clean. They got all that. It was amazing, and it was literally 0.3 miles down the road. But Scuba did all this research. Scuba, anything you want to say for yourself in your defense? Yeah, in my defense, one, I've never been to Arkansas or that area, so I have no idea. I just looked online and found three things within the region without you having to drive two hours away because you already drove seven hours to get there. I thought this was the nicest place, and apparently I was wrong. Wait, wait, how is three? How is two and a half stars better than four and a half stars? It said three and a half on Travelocity. it's 3.1 on what I see. Yeah. Okay, and then the other one was 4.5. So which one is greater than and which one's less than? When I, was looking at the, when I was looking at the images, though, the bed and breakfast you're talking about seem haunted and creepy and gross. And so I felt, okay, they don't want to stay there. They shouldn't stay there. So let's put them in this other spot. Has a pool. It seems like it'd be a nice family place to stay. Are you apologizing, Scuba? I'm not apologizing for anything. I didn't, I didn't do this on purpose. That's what he's saying. I didn't do this on purpose. So I'm not – nothing to apologize for. If we had to take a vote around the room, we know Scuba's thick suit thick – Sick sense of humor. Did he do it on purpose? No, no. I don't think so. I do. I'm looking at pictures. It actually looks pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it, I was supposed to go looks... on this trip, and that's where I was going to stay with you. Oh. Yeah. No, you wouldn't have stayed there. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Like, li- like, literally, we did not even sit. Like, I took my bag in the room, and I was like, nah, I'm just going to leave in the car. Like, I'm just going to leave my bag in the car. Like, we didn't even sit down in the room because we were like, ah, we don't know what to touch. <laughs> oh, Lee, that That's sounds sad. really awful. All right, we, we got to end this bit. Yeah. But, but also, what a blessing you have the luxury to go down the street. Some people might have to just stay there, and you got to go get yourself a different room. So be thankful. 4.5 star. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 4.5 star. I'm telling and they had a continental breakfast and everything. Okay, wow. get, you get to dig in. We'll check uh, back. Because we'll the other one, no, 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 let me tell you about the other one. I'm being told to go to break. Had, hold on. The other one had breakfast on their sign and they crossed it out with a couple pieces of tape. <laughs> <laughs> they ran out. <laughs> There's no more raisin bran. What are you yeah. supposed to do? Yeah, man. They okay, COVID. that's Lunchbox. He's digging for a diamond right now. <laughs> Good luck, Lunchbox. Keep on digging. Oh, man, I thought they got found a diamond. Okay. Goodbye, buddy. Bye. Bye. Right. <laughs> oh, man. so sad. Yeah. Lunchbox is at the Crater Diamond State Park digging for a diamond right now. Okay, thank you. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Lunchbox is not in. Eddie will be doing the bonehead. There's a couple in England. They're driving down the road, and love was just in the air, right? So the guy's like, I'm going to go to a nice view on the top of the hill. That way we can start making out. Well, they start making out. They get to the top of the hill. Things start getting hot and heavy. Suddenly, somebody accidentally hits the handbrake, and it releases, and the car starts going backwards, back down the hill. It ends up rolling over on its side, but cops got there. Luckily, everyone was okay. (laughs) They hit the handbrake, huh? Yeah, I'm sure. Why not move it to the back seat? Well, I don't know, man. I'm telling you, things just happened. Got hot and heavy quick. That seems like it would hurt, too. If you're hitting the handbrake. (laughs) Well, what hurts worse, the handbrake or rolling down the hill? Well, that, too. And then also, are you then kind of on your side and you can't get to the foot brake? Oh, man, I'm sure they were all just, I'm sure feet were not on the the floorboards. No, no chance. There you go. (laughs) Eddie, what, do you say something? I guess that's my bonehead story of the day. There you go. All right, last night, Jimmy Allen stayed on on Dancing with the Stars. They sent home Martin Cove who is on, he was the bad guy, like the leader of Karate Kid, the bad team, the Cobra Kai. The Cobra Kai dojo leader. Now he's the dojo leader again (laughs) in Cobra Kai on Netflix. Man, I hated that guy as a kid. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And you're torn on him on Cobra Kai on Netflix because you kind of see now his backstory. You know how they do that now where they take a backstory? Yes. You're like, Yeah, because it makes you feel bad for him. mm -hmm. And I feel bad for him on that show. And he's a real jerk on Cobra Kai on Netflix. (laughs) But when they did the flashback in like the 60s, and you, you see why you're like, it, I would be a jerk yeah. too. Mm-hmm, I know. But he went home on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, man. They get a couple old people every year that they kind of throw in there. It's like, oh, let's see how they do. You hope they don't break a hip. And then they get put out first. <laughs> he's not that old, is he? <laughs> I think he's pretty old. <laughs> Mike, we let me know how old he is, Martin Cove. Anyway, he, how old? 75. 75. Yeah, that's old. Whoa. Actually, I feel like he looks good for 75. He looks great for 75. Yeah, you know, those hips right about now might be struggling. So he's out. I feel like Jimmy doesn't have to worry for a couple more weeks. Yeah. And so good for him. They rocked it. Him and Emma stayed in. You know, Cody Rigsby and Cheryl Burke, because she had COVID, they had a pre-recorded one they did from, like, the dance room. Oh. They weren't going to lose anyway, so it's okay. okay. But they didn't get eliminated. With COVID, it's almost like get a free pass. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so now everyone's trying to get it. <laughs> well, no. Um, Bounce back might be hard. I don't know. It feels like three people left. <laughs> I'm not feeling good. <laughs> Can we just run a pre-record? <laughs> anyway, Jimmy Allen's still in. Um, good for him. We're done with today's show. Goodbye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show.